0: Fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. we doing it all the time, baby. Champ
1: and Chump Fantasy
0: Dump.
1: I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the is here.
0: I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B.
1: Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it?
0: He a nut job and a
1: half, man, <laughs> damn, boy, champ the chump, fantasy dump
0: here we go, champ of the chump, fantasy dump,, Come on, champ, how we doing over there man it's hot it's a hot day, hot week, and there's finally some news that broke. It's a hot n f l week finally, how we feeling?
1: Oh, it's great, you know. Got this nice weather. Try to take advantage of it on the golf course. Too bad my golf game's gone to shit these last couple weeks. I don't know what's going on.
0: I heard some scores, and they were high Ezekiel Elliott playing video games, boy.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, it's been ugly out there, but at least it's, you know, good scenery.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't mind the heat. I know you're a fair-skinned child, so make sure you get the SPF on.
1: Oh, SPF on deck.
0: But let's get into it, man. I mean, let's go over some of the news. We will talk about our first-ever Dynasty draft this week. Um, It was exciting. It was a week-long draft, which was different. Uh, I think we both, you know, learned from some mistakes and what we can do better in the future. But let's get to the news. The biggest news of fantasy. Finally. Superman... Mr. Hat wearing scarf wearing. Cam Newton is Massachusetts bound. Pats pick him up for a one-year, one million dollar deal. What is going on?
1: It's about time someone signed this man. It's crazy. Oh, and a one-year deal too. Like, I mean good for Cam. Obviously he's not getting paid. I think it was up seven and a half mil was the max he can make through like incentives and mm-hmm. everything so not a bad one-year payment for him if he gets the full seven and a half mil but i think it's smart by him to go to a team where he can succeed and like show that he still got it so that next year he might be able to get paid a lot more
0: and just like just like the the pats they love the the secret weapon or the 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 skill set that makes them makes that person different so mm-hmm. cam is is a crazy Skill set, so that just opens up the playbooks, opens up, you know, the 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 time, you know, the study time for the coaches because they love to do that shit, make up new plays, make up new schemes, get everybody involved, and I think his legs are gonna be an issue for the AFC.
1: I agree, man. I think it's a great spot for him. I mean, I feel like you definitely been calling it for a little bit, just saying that New England need to sign him. Stidham wasn't the answer, and they finally did it. I think it's perfect skill set for him. You know, he's going to do that little run-heavy approach with the defense they got there. They got the ability to control the game with the run. And then there's just the nice short passes that they do that Brady's been doing over the middle and everything.
0: And Juju's there. I mean, that's his bread and butter, short dump-off passes. And, I mean, honestly, the only guy that Cam's had that is a weapon in the short distance and, I guess, in the long was Steve Smith. But he could really take that screen pass out you know, and Cam can throw that all day. So his shoulder, I don't think is going to be an issue. His ankle, I think will be fine. Um And if it's not, the Pats utilize their skill set. You know, it doesn't matter. They had a, a guy that ran a six fat flat forty for you know two decades, they won six rings. So they don't give a shit. Right.
1: Yeah, they know how to use their guys, and they're definitely Josh McDaniels is definitely going to put Cam to work over there in New England. So do you think any of the uh obviously they could boost a little, but like the Edelman. James White, Sanu, Nikhil Harry. Are you turning them up your draft boards a little bit because of the cam signing? Uh, no. I mean, right? Yeah, I'm kind of same. It's like a little bit, but
0: yeah, I, I I put up Juju. Um, I don't like Harry, but what I'm getting out of like he is a stud. But what they sh- what he showed last year in the snippet. I know he wasn't healthy, but in the snippet that he was. He didn't stand out to me. I know rookies don't usually do, but mm-hmm. I would like. I, I'm putting at um, a guy that was talked about, who I didn't pick up is Bird. Um, is yeah. their burner? Didn't, Had the connection
1: I with him too. think like, yeah. He played in Carolina for a little bit.
0: Yep. Uh, I like that. Um, I you know they picked up Marquise Lee who. Had a good rookie season for Jacksonville, but it's just been, you know, plagued with injuries. So maybe yep. they can turn it around. But I think the staples of the team, um, Jude uh, Edelman's going to be great. I don't think it's going to be anything different. I think, you know, 1,000 yards, maybe 100 receptions, possibly. Um, James White, I think, is going to be huge there because he is the poor man's uh, Christian McCaffrey. You know what I mean? He can, yeah, he
1: can catch the rock.
0: He's he's a stud. Um, Sony Michelle is iffy. I think James. I mean, yeah, I'll put James White as my guy that's gonna blossom in the Cam Newton offense.
1: That makes sense. I think he's definitely got the uh, the pass catching ability over Sony for sure. Sony can't catch for shit apparently. But yeah, I think anytime you add a a mobile quarterback to a team, it usually helps that team's running backs in some way or another. Just having the other teams. Have to account for the quarterback run in or bootlegs and whatnot.
0: It's gonna be a it's gonna be a barn burner with uh, Josh Allen too, man. They're both you know six five six six, just fall forward, get four yards type quarterbacks, and we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, it makes it a little bit more of an interesting uh, AFC now. Whenever we were talking about, it, it's like all right, we got Chiefs, and then. You know, you got the Ravens and who else? And now you have a little storyline with the Pats there. I'm excited for the AFC now.
1: Yeah, I think uh, going back to last week on your Bills hot take, going to the Super Bowl, it might be a little tougher now that Cam's in t- that well, conference. Well, I'm,
0: ch- I'm a chump for a reason. You know, Belichick is like listening <laughs> and, this, and like, this guy. I'm um, like, this guy wrong he heard
1: quick. it. Yep, anything to get a, something against the chump. I feel it.
0: Yep, exactly. You know, Pittsburgh I had him in there. They're now, you know. Everybody... It doesn't matter who you are. You are nervous of the the Patriots. It's crazy. For for the last two decades, plus Belichick has been the guy. And it's never I mean Tom Brady's been intimidating, but it's always been Belichick as the most intimidating person because they know that they're planning something that they can't see and he's just going to utilize it and just kill you with
1: it. Yeah, his his coaching is next level. It's it's unreal.
0: Well, you know, NFL news got better. What else do we have here? I mean, I think this next news is is huge. I love it. They're killing two preseason games. So only two preseason games this year. The Pandy did something right. The pandemic is helping us with a boring-ass preseason. I know football is there. We get excited just seeing it on the screen. But those games are dumpster fire, trash ball games. I am so excited. Two games you see. Your player play in the one, and then you get the guys, the rookies, and the, the practice team get the second one. I'm excited. How about yourself?
1: Same thing, man. I think the, getting rid of weeks one and four of the preseason is it's great. I think they should stick to this for future seasons, pandemic or not. You know, the week one yeah. game was always just like – no. I don't even think starters even played really in the week one, week four, maybe a series or two. It's usually like week three you get the – Starter for like a half or something. It's just, I mean, preseason football is just like JV football. You know, guys are trying to make their team and trying to make money. I get it. But, I mean, as viewers, preseason's not where it's at. Hell no. And then, and for fantasy owners, is where I'm mugs get injured sometimes.
0: Like, well, there goes my, you know, draft that I just drafted last week and now it's gone because someone tore ACL or someone, you know, pulled a hammy. So now you got to worry about that for next, you know, right. half a season. It's like,
1: yeah, we were just talking about that before this. I mean, Lamar Miller last year, like, we exactly. did our draft. Someone took him. I think we saw round seven. And then it was either that weekend or next weekend towards ACL. And it's like, well, can't do anything okay. now. But well, that's there goes that. Preseason, man. It'll get you. But so, yeah, I'm glad they're getting down to two. Hopefully they, they see that it works and they'll just stick with it, especially if they're going to expand the season to 17, 18 weeks or 17, 18 games or whatever. You can't have these guys playing that many games with the preseason in there.
0: Exactly. I love it. Um, it might affect. Our, um, HBO, um, Hard Knocks a little bit, which I think some of those things We got two
1: teams this year, though.
0: That's true. We got both LA teams, and I think it's trash, but they don't want to obviously travel. So they're going to do the two LA teams, new stadium.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just had the Rams a few years ago, too. So it's kind of disappointing to see them again, but at least it'll be McVay this time around and not... um, Jeff Fisher. 8-8 and Jeff Fisher. Oh, Mr. 500, man. Mr. 500 himself.
0: Mr. 3XL t-shirts. We've got to
1: love it. Yeah, not much else going on. Saw a little cryptic tweet from uh, Kamara today. Said, I've got news, dot, dot, dot. And then just left us at that. Hasn't really responded to that yet. So we'll see if something comes to that. I mean, but, hey,
0: these guys are getting bored in quarantine. You know, they need, they right. want, you know, they want to spice it up. If I'm Hey, I'm going to throw this tweet out there just to ruffle some feathers. I don't know, my agent pissed me off, my coach pissed me off. I'm just going to throw it out there to see what, you know, it is what it is. A Zoom meeting went bad. All right, well, I got some news for you guys. And what the hell, you know, it's, you know, these guys are emotional athletes. And these guys wear their hearts on their sleeve, Kamish. I mean, it is what it is. Maybe he's just pissed off at the Saints. Maybe Sean Payton, you know, pissing him off.
1: Yeah, I know there was talks earlier about him trying to get a new contract. Maybe maybe this is like he's announcing a holdout or something. I, I mean, I'm not trying to speculate. There are rumors out there, you know.
0: I did just pick up Ty Montgomery, so that's plus. Come on, baby. Let's go. Well,
1: Scoopy, Scoopy. <laughs> well, let's get to it, man. Let's talk about right, this uh, it, dynasty.
0: Man. I think I came out, the chump came out as the victor. One of the victors in this draft. This is weird though, folks. We are doing a dynasty, so tell us, tell us the rules. Tell us how you set this up, commissioner, because you ran this league. Um, it's a total. I've never played. it. It's a totally different mindset while drafting, and people showed out on that. A lot of people that are staples in the first and second rounds dropped. What is the settings? How do people do set up a, the dynasty? And in your take, what is the dynasty all about?
1: Yeah, so Dynasty is uh, you're keeping the same team year after year. So this draft is uh, labeled really as a startup draft is what they call it. So this is the only big draft you're going to do for this league until the next offseason where it will only be a rookie draft, which I think we have set to five rounds. So you'll only be drafting rookies from here on out in this league. There's no more, uh, you know, drafting Mahomes or Lamar anymore like those guys are drafted you can obviously make trades still and whatnot but for this league we went with the uh, super flex tight end premium league so super flex mm. being that we added an extra flex in there that you can start a quarterback running back wide receiver or tight end in so obviously that will affect the quarterbacks a lot a lot more quarterbacks are going super early compared to a redraft league and then the tight end premium we add an extra half point to any tight end that catches the ball. So everyone else is getting a half PPR, 0.5 points, and then tight ends are getting a full PPR, so full point for a catch.
0: I love that half point for the tight end. And I've never played a super flex where the quarterback is involved. Um, this is going to be fun. It was challenging. Um, what was your mindset coming in? So we we did a derby pick. Mm-hmm. I got my bread and butter. I got where I wanted to be. I got the 4th pick in the draft and my mindset was someone is going to let Lamar fall Lamar or Patty fall to me and that wasn't the case. This is what's different about the dynasty is that you want the top quarterbacks well there's only I mean obviously there's two you know juicy ones right now mm-hmm. and you want them to the pick you know, on your roster right away because they're there for now. Let's hope ten plus years, so you can set it and forget it with those guys, and they can just pile up fantasy points. Well, the first pick, dummy, dum, 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 pick C Mac, and I was like, oh, this is gonna line up perfect for me. I'm gonna get one of these star quarterbacks, and then bang, bang, boom, boom, it goes Lamar. No, and Patty Mahomes, then um, Lamar Jackson went, yep. and I was like, shit.
1: You still were in a good spot though. Still in a good spot.
0: I was in a great spot. I wasn't mad. I went with Saquad himself, Barkley. You know, is gonna be his junior year in the pros. I love it. I'm happy with this.
1: Um, yeah, you got lucky. You got lucky with that fourth spot, man. I got the Derby. I got the 12th pick in the Derby. Oh. So. So the of you don't know, the derby is do the derby picks. So you randomize draft order or randomize the derby picks, 1 through 12. And then each person gets to pick their draft spot. So the first person chose 1-1. One, one. I think it went straight up 1 through 5 for the first five. I believe so. Might even went 6. I'm not sure. And then everyone from then on kind of was picking their spot and whatnot and i had the 12th pick so i didn't really get to pick i just got the last one i got stuck in the 11th spot maybe the worst spot the draft i don't know yeah. it was it was a tough spot to be in so but we'll get to our teams in a little bit uh did you mm. you had like a, a you said you wanted to get mahomes or jackson to start but did you have like a strategy were you going young were you going old Are you trying to like compete this year what would did you have a strategy like so- that
0: My strategy was get the best two- to four-year pros in the game. Okay, That was like my... Two- to four-year
1: experience, you mean?
0: Yes, yep, two- to four-year experience. If, let me put it like a a good example. If Michael Thomas and uh, D-Hop were there, I mean, this is kind of weird, I mean, because this year is different, but I'm 100% picking Michael Thomas. If, you know, if it's... um, shit even Chris Godwin and Julio Jones I'm leaning probably 70-30 maybe 80-20 Chris Godwin um I that was my goal um especially in the running back getting them in that 23 to 27 year range that was the bread and butter obviously if they can produce at uh older age I'll pick them up in the later rounds but my first I would say 10 to 12 rounds Probably just first 10 I'm concentrating on a little bit more age Than I am just overall skill set
1: I'll get you there. That was kind of me, too. I was coming in trying to, you know, second, third-year guys were a little more targets. Just because, I mean, the rookies are so unpredictable. You got your guys up top, you know, like the CEH, Jonathan Taylors. You know, those are guys that you think are going to be great. They they got yeah. the skill set. They were top-ranked guys, or C was, wasn't. good We got good situation. And then, yeah, just like the second, third-year guys. Because you've seen them out there. You've seen them do it in the NFL.
0: Exactly. And that's like... And that's what I was banking banking on. A lot a lot of people though in the mid rounds, those those five to eight rounds, a lot of rookies were picked up, which were crazy. And granted, with that super flex, a lot of rookie quarterbacks were picked up. And I, I couldn't pull the trigger on rookie quarterbacks. I was I was hesitant and picking like Tua went really high on our this dynasty. Um even Jacob herbert went high or uh Justin herbert went high. And I was like, fuck, dude, like like you said, that's high risk, and with my chump ass, I need as many points as possible. I cannot have a Joey Harrington on my roster, so I can't touch him. I couldn't touch him.
1: Yeah, so do you have a, a plan for QBs going in? Where you like, look, obviously you wanted to one, the top two, but after that, I went out the window.
0: Yeah, if I didn't get the top two, I was going to get the best team possible, and I was hoping, obviously you got to read the draft, and we they were getting picked up left and right, so I had to kind of switch it a little bit, but... I wasn't concerned about the quarterbacks. I drafted them a little bit higher than I wanted to, but I want to get the first. Okay, I didn't get the two top ones. I'm gonna get the best players in my first seven rounds that were there. Right. First, best young players. So I was like, all right, and then I'll worry about the the veteran quarterback because you could pick up a veteran quarterback for two years. And like I was looking at veterans that are you know even 35, like Matt Ryan's. You know they had 35. Mm, he
1: who went? He went so, kind of early.
0: Exact but the way quarterbacks are playing now, and well, his position, his style of quarterback, he can play to forty. So, I mean, I might, you might have Matt Ryan for four, four or five more years. So that's, and and I'm not right. True. reaching on those quarterbacks. If they're if they're not there, I'll pick the same similar one, like a even Ben Rosberg, You know, he has two. Give me two years. I'll take two years. Philip mm-hmm. Rivers a little tough because I think he's a one year guy. Um, but who knows. Yeah. Uh, that was my thing going in after I didn't get one of the top 2 quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I went in with the just being at the end of the draft, I wanted to get two QBs kind of early just cuz being at the 11 spot and then having the the number 2 pick in the next round, I just wasn't going to be able to react to any runs that were happening and I was just scared of, you know, watching nine quarterback, 9 10 quarterbacks go in between my two picks.
0: You got a long wait. It waited so long. Mm-hmm. I I I'd be nervous too. I mean in that position, you just got to pick, I guess, one of your quarterbacks that's your guy. I mean, which I think you did because you had to. And, I don't know, are you confident in your quarterback position?
1: Yeah, I think the the strength of my team is probably my quarterback. It's not the best quarterback room because we had some guys. Like, one guy went, his first three picks were quarterbacks. We had another guy go back-to-back quarterbacks in one and two and then we had another guy go uh quarterback in rounds one and three so i mean i went in rounds three six and seven i grabbed quarterbacks, so i got my three early which i i wanted to do i wanted to get that position down so i could start loading up on other positions but we'll get into the actual rosters here in a little bit uh did tight end premium have any effect on you getting that extra half point
0: not really i kind of looked i we already did our tight end ranking so I, the guy that i wanted i got um mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it didn't really, like, looking at the draft board and stuff, it didn't come into effect, really. Like, I mean, no. Kittle went end of second. That's pretty normal. Kelsey, middle third. Andrews, end of the third. Ertz kind of lasted a little bit longer until the 5-7, the middle of the fifth. But other than that, yeah, it was just, like, kind of looked like a normal tight end. It's going. Maybe they got boosted up a little bit at the end. Like, you know, in the, the 8 through 11 range, there was a good amount of tight ends yeah. taken.
0: And I just went with bread and butters. You know, I went with one young one and then three guys that – can I can catch the ball so I mean I'm not banking on tight ends obviously with that extra point or half a point it makes it a little bit more fun to draft you know a tight end hopefully that changes your your roster a little bit Mm -hmm. um I I love that though because it gives you that extra oomph on that position
1: yeah, I mean like so this was my third dynasty startup of the off season here. I just started so this is my third ever, but I did a couple before this one and only one was tight end premium, the other one wasn't. And I got Kelsey in, in the non tight end premium and then I had Kelsey and Evan Ingram in the other tight end premium. So I already did the like early tight end thing, so I I tried out the late tight end and this one we'll get I to like how that yeah, we'll get to how that <laughs> went a little bit later, you know. We don't gotta do any spoilers quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it still um, hurts a little damn. bit. It still hurts.
0: Yeah, so I like the dynasty because you can pick in the later rounds. You can just go crazy, you know, maybe practice squad. Maybe they can make the, you know, 53-man roster. And who knows? Maybe they can they can be a stud in the future. But it makes it almost feel like you're an actual GM, you know, style, picking up, you know, actually do have to do some research on guys you probably didn't know until you started drafting in the 20 to 25 you know round draft like holy f- like i don't you oh know, yeah. i'm picking picking guys that are drafted in the fifth or seventh round and i thought that was pretty fun though i don't know i like that shit
1: no it was fun just like learning some of these you know like in redrafts like i don't want to use goddard as an example because he was kind of high but like in a redraft league you know you think goddard he's like a like the last couple of years like everyone's like oh he's good he's gonna be good but he's not really someone you were drafting because Zach Ertz is still there, and he's yep. and Goddard just wasn't really being used. So in like a draft like this, where it's thirty rounds, you're drafting almost every usable player in the league, plus these guys who are practice squad or like six string receivers and stuff so you're able to get those guys that you kind of just keep like on your watch list throughout the redraft season yeah so it was fun like in that it.
0: aspect. no doubt no doubt um you know i honestly like drafting rookies i like drafting the studs that i think are gonna be studs um that i wouldn't draft in regular fantasy you know or or they might draft in the lay round like they these yeah like um, a like
1: a chase claypool like you snagged yeah. him later. Like he, he's probably not going in redraft leagues, but in a league like this, it's a dude you like. You get to get him and you know hold him on your team for a little bit. See exactly. Become some.
0: Exactly. And I thought that was cool. Um, I loved also that people that did that. The great players are dropping, and I caught every drop. Oh my! I God. I had stickum on my hands, man. Stickum.
1: It was wild, bro. Just the, like the starting center fielder. I don't even know Pay attention it was baseball, wild, yes, I guess. but the I'm, I'm, I want to say it's like angels in the outfield, man. Oh yeah, angels dude.
0: were on me. They helped me.
1: It was wild. Just dudes falling left and right. You were there every time.
0: I loved it. Absolutely loved it. So let's
1: get into it. Let's get into your squad here, man. We'll go to your squad first because I don't I hate to admit it, but you know I do think it's the better overall squad. So <sighs> thank you. you want to awesome. say
0: it again one more time uh, for people in the back? For um, people in the back, say it one more time. All right, so <laughs> let's go. I'm gonna, this is my starting roster right now. This is what I'm gonna put on the table as of now. Quarterbacks, this is where it gets interesting. I got Ben Roethlisberger and my super flex. I got Teddy check down Teddy Bridgewater himself. So this is where that quarterback, people were swiping left and right. So I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna bank on my other positions because every quarterback is gonna give at least double digits, hopefully. Um,
1: yeah, more consistently, too, than position Exactly.
0: Then I got my running backs, which is the golden tickets. These four <laughs> are nasty. Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Chris Carson, and Leo Fournette. I mean, Lee and all them, they fell to me. Henry fell to me. Um, Chris Carson fell to me in the eighth round. Seventh Leo round. Fournette, seventh round. Seventh round. <laughs> Leo Fournette was there at the sixth or fifth. These guys were just there and I picked them up like I was just at Apple Orchards. Yep, I'll take one. I'll take another. Let's go make some hard cider, boy. Let's do it, baby.
1: Uh, how many times I think I can count like maybe 3 right now. We're like so like the second round, your second round pick was Derrick Henry. And then you came back in the third. Spoiler on your receiver was Chris Godwin. Crazy were and you were saying at two nine there for Derek Henry. You were thinking about Godwin there, right? Exactly. I was and then I was gonna tri- I, I didn't know what to do. And so and
0: and so I picked obviously I picked Henry and I was like, Well, Godwin's gonna be gone. And that motherfucker fell to me in the third. Which fogged. is crazy to me. Who had a great, unbelievable rookie season. And was last year was it was a sophomore who was rookie.
1: Uh wanna say it was actually his third year, but it, I mean it was his first year. Yeah, it was his third year, but his first year as a starter. Third year, okay.
0: Yeah, first year that he actually came on the scene, and he came on the scene hot and heavy. And I was like, I'll take him. He's still young. I think he's 25. Yep, he's in my team. And then, lo and behold, the freak himself, DK Metcalf, who it was a rookie last year, 1,000 yards receiving, thank you very much, only going to get better, fell to me again. So I got two young studs as my starting wide receiver for the next four to five years, and I'm a happy man, Mitch. I'm a happy man.
1: Yeah, so you got Godwin, you got Metcalf, you got, you picked up Michael Pittman, picked up Mike Michael Williams, Pit- picked up Chase so, Claypool. I mean, do you have guys? do you have something against little receivers, or are you just like doing yeah. six five and tall?
0: Yeah, I I I like bringing the heat. When I come to the club, they're not gonna see me, but they'll see all my players, bro. Oh,
1: they're gonna see God. all my players,
0: dog. Nut their nuts are gonna be on my shoulder. That's how big these mugs are, baby.
1: Dude, you got a awesome. big old receiving
0: core. <laughs> yeah, they're nice. Um, I got my starting tight ends, Evan Ingram, who hopefully just stay healthy. He will give me that extra with that extra point. I think it's gonna be huge for that offense. Um, my other quarterback, which I think was a fun pickup, was uh Taysom Hill and Tyrod Taylor. I got both of those as my two other quarterbacks. Hopefully Tyrod plays the whole year because I don't think Herbert is ready to play.
1: No, I mean, even with the pandemic, dude, it's gonna be tough for him to get out there at least week one. I think we might see him later on, especially if the Chargers aren't competing too much, just to get him ticked. But yeah, I think I think uh, definitely starting week one in my eyes.
0: Yeah. And if this is the question I have, if Breeze gets injured, is it just Jameis, 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 or is Taysom, you think gonna get like a forty percent split? Cause
1: Right, I don't I, know. Cause it's that's so last weird year, to me. They put Teddy in over Taysom because they wanted to keep Taysom in his little gadget role and special teams or whatever he does. But then this yeah, They're paying him. Yeah, it was like 16 mil or something.
0: I mean, you got to put him under center, I, I would think, yeah. especially if you're if Jameis is only make, I don't know, it's just crazy to me. But it was fun to pick him up. Um, my sneaky picks in the later rounds are – are going to be you already said chase claypool i like mm-hmm. bowden for uh las vegas i think he's another fun gadget player that could you know be put in any position and also my other guy that i like is um justin is jackson Hines. oh okay i like heinz and justin jack i like both of those those guys mm-hmm. um obviously i like um justin jackson a little more but with Philip Rivers, Hines reminds me of an Eckler, and I was like, all right, well, I just gotta pick him up because hopefully this they can they can connect, and it's the same show. Um, and then uh, Mac and uh, Taylor can fight for that you know third you know one two three back type guy. But right. the pass catching guy is gonna be Hines. I think he's gonna utilize that. I think he's gonna break out in that pass catching role only, which that helps me. I don't give a shit. Don't get injured.
1: Yeah, I think it was a good pickup there with Hines and Jackson too. I think Jackson's going to get some tick with Eckler there. I and mean, Eckler's not that 20 carry guy that they want to keep him closer to like 15 touches per game or so. So
0: I think all of all, I didn't have, I did did not sweat one time. These guys fell to me. I was a little concerned about my quarterbacks, but I just went, I went back to back quarterbacks and just to at least solidify some type of quarterback. So hopefully Bridgewater can do something me and then big ben just come into you know lay off the porn hub and then come in <laughs> sling him bruh bro. least give yeah. me two years out of him man two years um and maybe chase claypool become that plaxico burris that big wide receiver that uh pittsburgh's been missing so that was my t- i love my team i got dawson knox on my Ooh, team too dawson dawson um, him, Trey Burton, and Greg Olson. Those are my other tight ends I got. I think those guys are fun. I think one of those guys is going to be healthy, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's the that's what I was putting down about your tight ends spot. It's not, I think you got Ingram, which is nice. Knox is young. He's an up-and-comer. I think he's got a chance, but, yeah, you just got to stay healthy there. Otherwise, you might yeah, be a struggling. Uh,
0: yeah, I was debating on uh, Cox or Burton because I think uh, Doyle is all right, but he's not like the – he's not like a – Kelsey guy, where like they don't put in another tight end, so I think they need athletic tight end. Burn, seem, Trey Burn seems like that guy, but maybe it's that Ollie Cox guy. Um, who knows? But I don't like again tight ends don't really you know move the needle anyway. So I'm happy with my team. I love it. Um, yeah. Let's go to yours, okay. Commissioner. Let's not talk about mine is too good. I, I feel bad. I, I my ego. I'm calming down. My head shrinking. Relax. It's not that good. We still have the season. But as of now, I think I'm going to win the whole thing. Anyways, let's go to yours, Mish. Let's see who you got.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So, like I said, I got stuck at the 11th spot.
0: Oh, you're already making excuses, dude. Come on.
1: It's just a fact. It's not an excuse. It's a fact. Okay. Okay. You take it how let's it is. Go,
0: let's go to your your first quarterback position. You said this is your strongest suit. Let's see who you
1: got. Lay, lay them on me. So, my quarterbacks are Carson Wentz. Tom Brady and Jared Goff. Mm, Interesting, interesting, interesting. So I think that's, I mean, it's a solid core. I think I like Wentz this year. He's got a lot more weapons. He stays healthy. He'll be solid. I think he's going to put up good numbers. Uh, The health was a little bit of a thing. I did pick up Jalen Hurts later in the draft. Smart. So I got him on the taxi squad, ready to come up if, you know, something happens to Wentz and he's the guy right away. I don't know. They were saying they're going to be patient with him, but we'll see. Um, Yeah, I just think I picked. So I made a. What was your thought process
0: on golf, man? That's my like.
1: Okay. Yeah, that was. There were some. There were some
0: other quarterbacks on the table, but what what brought you to? to, I know, obviously, I know Tom Brady. I know uh, Carson Wentz and what they can do, but golf just seems like he struggled last year, and he struggled. Not like the obviously the team did, but he looked like he was golf lost.
1: So, yeah, I took, put in perspective, I took Goff over Daniel Jones, Drew Locke, and Sam Darnold. I think those are the guys you're kind of talking, the younger guys there. Yeah, yep. Um, I just, man, I, I've seen Goff do it before, and I think that's what did it for me. Mm. Uh, it was two years ago, he was quarterback seven, he had a big year. And then last year, he was still quarterback 13. I mean, not great, but not terrible, and it just seemed like he can just go up from there. I don't, I think 13 is his floor. And to get my second quarterback as a oh, well, quarterback 13, I think it's yeah. going to be good for my position in the long run. And he's still, I mean, he's only 25. He's got a good contract. I think they restructured a little bit to free up some money for the Rams. So it's a little more team friendly than when he originally signed it. But I just didn't really trust Daniel Jones. I don't know if I, I don't think I've seen enough yet from him. He had the big games, you know, he had the couple yeah. of 30 point games and whatnot. Good garbage time shit. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't trust in Daniel Jones, and I've seen it from Goff, and I think that was All the right. tiebreaker for me there. And then same with Locke and Darnold. I just think they're – Locke, I mean, he's only played five games. I just wanted uh, – the fact that I was taking yeah. a quarterback there. And also, I guess we bring it up I, – so I traded my fifth round and my eighth round pick to come up in the fourth round. So when I took Golf at – my sixth round pick, I didn't have a fifth. So I didn't have a pick right before that. And then my next picks, I had a seven by damn an eight. So I had a long wait here in between these picks and I just couldn't risk not taking a quarterback and getting screwed over.
0: Smart. I hear you. I think your rookie running backs are the funnest, maybe the most interesting and possibly the best core that you have um you drafted i'm not gonna talk about the guy you drafted who i really like but you like you drafted edwards hilaire who is money supposedly Mm -hmm. we'll see yeah but again you we'll see yeah we'll see and then you come back and draft the sneaky guys you draft uh vaughn for tampa bay and then my guy who i wanted as my handcuff and who is honestly i think gonna be that uh, Austin Eckler to Melvin Gordon and uh, Darrington, I can't even say his name, Evans, D. Evans for Tennessee Titans. Yep. Those three alone, those were sneaky and I wanted all three. And I thought you did a great job picking up rookie running backs this year.
1: Yeah, I did go a little bit younger on the uh, the running backs. So I took CEH, Edward Solaire at 111. He was my first pick. I picked him over guys like Mixon, Chubb, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs. So, Are you
0: just doing this solely based on their offense? in his upside or like that's mm-hmm. or because Mixon's in his contract year, Chubb has homeboy still there. Um
1: yeah, I just want a little I just want to go a little bit younger at the running back position.
0: They have to trade
1: somebody though. Their running back room is fucking packed. Who's that Kansas City? Hell yeah. Oh, but it's a bunch of, like, weird, like, I mean, here's the depth chart. It's Clyde Edwards-Lair, Damian Williams, Darwin Thompson, DeAndre Washington, Daryl Williams, Elijah McGuire, and they got their fullback, Anthony Sherman. So, the. the dude's like Darwin Thompson, the DeAndre Washington, Daryl Williams. Like, these are just depth guys, I think. They're not – They're getting cut. Yeah, they're not – they're like practice players, like preseason guys, bodies in camp and whatnot. I think it's going to be Edwards Lair and Damian Williams. I do think Damian Williams is going to get good amount of tick early on, just with everything going on. I mean, you don't know how much Edwards laird knows the playbook and the pass blocking and everything. But, yeah, I just went with the upside in this offense, man. I think, you know, this is top three offense in the league. I just want a part of it. Tyreek Hill got picked right before me. I wasn't really thinking uh, about him, but, like, just to, you know, put it in perspective. You want the option. Yeah, I mean, just this offense, you want a piece of it where you can. So mm-hmm. I went with Edward Solaire. His upside I think is great. I think he's got a solid floor, too, as a receiving back. I think he's a better pass catcher than Damian Williams. So That's I think that the thing, rule is locked in. Rule
0: two, man, catch the ball. R- running backs have to catch the rock. It helps, helps you out fancy so much. Speaking of dudes that possibly can catch the rock, um, you went fly Eagles fly for a lot of this, but my boy, <laughs> Miles Sanders, the talk of the town in fantasy, people are high up on him and you pick him. And what I think this combination of Sanders and um, Edward Solaire for at least three years is going to be nasty.
1: Yeah, I was happy to get Sanders at two, two on my second pick. I was, uh, yeah. I went Edward Solaire over I I think I like Sanders more than Edwards-Lair right now. Like, if I was deciding between the two, I would probably go Sanders. But I had a feeling that Sanders would fall just because Edwards-Lair is the rookie. You know, he's the the ranked the top rookie back. So I didn't think the guy at number uh, 12 and 2-1 would let him fall to me at 2-2. And he he took Mixon and Chubb. So I I have a feeling he would have took Edwards-Lair since he did go running back, running back. Wow. And and I would have been – I think I would have been okay if Mixon would have – Falling to me at 2-2 and Sanders. But just to get Sanders and Edward Solera, I was really happy with that. That was
0: good. All right, let's get off your running backs. I want to talk about your wide receivers. Uh, you, got, you got who I think could be a breakout in Kelvin Ridley, but you got the avatar still there in Julio Jones. But then you got an avatar with a guy that is a physical freak, but he's on the Tennessee Titans and A.J. Brown. These are your top two, and you got Juice, Landry in there, and that coming off that hip injury, so he felt you in the later rounds. What was your take on picking AJ Brown and Kelvin Ridley? I like the Kelvin Ridley. AJ, I, I can't fall in love with pass offense of the Tennessee Titans. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah, so it was so this was the AJ Brown was the pick I traded up for. Um it was right I had four two and then I traded up for the four three. So I had both these picks before I made my uh, Ridley pick at 4-2 so I knew I was taking two players here I knew Ridley was locked in and I really wanted DJ Moore and he went at the pick right before me mm. and that's kind of what my plan was with that that trade offer and then it was kind of I mean I'm not taking I'm not use you know, using an excuse or anything but I did forget it was still pending out there and then our boy our boy took it I was still happy with the trade at the time like I wasn't mad at that he took it I just was targeting DJ Moore and Kellen Ridley there. But okay. I'll take A.J. Brown as a consolation.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's young and nasty. He had a great rookie year.
1: I picked him over uh, just the other receivers. I picked him over Galladay. I picked him up over Juju. And then DK, Metcalf, Amari Cooper, and Allen Robson are kind of the receivers that went after him. I just, I can't, I don't know, it, man. man. I know it's weird. It was a weird pick for me too. I haven't. I, it's my first share of AJ Brown, and he's just, just he's a big playmaker, man. And looking at the stats, the splits between uh, Mariota and Tannehill, and obviously AJ was coming along as a rookie, and then when Tannehill took over, he averaged like almost 15 PPR points per game with Tannehill.
0: Let's hope that keeps up. Let's I know. hope Tannehill is not a one-hit wonder because he hasn't shorted since, but. Maybe he turned it. Maybe he's a uh, he's the guy now, mm-hmm. and maybe AJ Brown's that that angel with the wings, baby, to fly him away.
1: No, he ended the season really hot, so I'm really uh, banking on that a little bit. I just, uh, he's 23, you know, went with the young guy with some upside. We'll see how it pays off. I don't know. I think that trade ended up hurting me in the end, just giving up so much depth just for a receiver, yeah. whereas. You know, if I would have kept my five and eight, I could have got someone like, like DJ Chark went right after my fifth round pick. Mm. And then like right after at my eight pick, it was a guy like Tyler Lockett or Hollywood Browns Stephon Diggs, which I don't I see, to see that. too much off of where AJ Brown is right now. But AJ Brown's got a little bit more upsides being that the other guys are a little older. So we'll I'm see, working. man. It's definitely, uh, it didn't work out to my favorite cause I could never get another trade done to get that pick back that I gave up. Damn it.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, so I was in a little bit of recovery mode, but we'll see how it goes. You know I'm going to be working the trade markets anyways.
0: Oh, you always on that shit. Always. Let's go to your, your most shallow and most oh. weak, the tight end position.
1: Bro, what were you doing? Dude, I, was, so I was trying to wait, and I was trying to wait, and I was trying to wait, and I just waited too long. Like And then the, when I did want to take a dude, he got sniped. Like, I wanted Hayden Hurst. He got sniped the pick right before me. I wanted Mm. John Usnith and Mike Jusecki. They got picked two and three picks before me. Mm. Uh, I went Darrington Evans over Irv Smith, who went right after me in between my picks. Like, Jarwin got picked one pick in front of me. It's like any time I wanted to take a tight end, they got taken right in front of me. And then I just was like so upset that I didn't even want the other guys that were still there and just kind of screwed myself in the end. Um, I ended up with Jared Cook, Gerald Everett. CJ Uzama. Yeah, uh,
0: whatever that guy's name is. I, got some, I, I don't got, mind the Gerald Everett. I, I like Gerald Everett. I think mm-hmm. Higby's getting too much hype this year, in my opinion. I think Everett might be the guy who's coming off. But that, then again, they drafted a, a tight end from Purdue in like the fourth round. So I don't know what they're doing.
1: Um, Switching that 12 personnel, man. Going uh, yeah. two tight end, two receiver sets.
0: McVay, I think McVay wants to put uh, Everett in some, you know some winning positions though i think after that injury they uh, they had went through film and they realized how much talent this dude has and i think he's gonna be good but uh, it's it's a question mark and you have question marks
1: it's definitely a position i will be looking for to upgrade here and uh before the season starts see if i get i mean Jared cook would be all right i think he's definitely touchdown dependent it's not gonna be a guy that goes for a thousand yards and 90 catches or anything so he might be he's
0: like 34 i think he's 33 34
1: Oh, he might be older than that. Yeah. He's 33. yeah 33. Yeah, 33. You got it right. Yeah, so I think it'll be all right this year. But, yeah, definitely uh, we'll be looking to add to that position as well, maybe try to get some depth somewhere. I just I don't know. I have to, the draft that's just good, finished today. So we, we'll definitely have some trade talks here in the next few days, I'm sure, between some owners.
0: Yeah, and that's a good rookie uh position to fill. You know, I think tight ends can come in and make a difference as a rookie. If they're like a a physical freak type guy. Um, I want to talk about one guy on your team that I wanted. And I think he's going to be a stud and be the wide receiver two, possibly one for this Baltimore Ravens and Devin Duvernay Mm -hmm. from Texas. That fucker is a track athlete and he's only getting better. Um, I know track doesn't always correlate towards a great wide receiver, but this dude has game. He has hands. He can fly. Um, a lot of dynasty websites had him as like their sleeper picks, and you go and swipe them, and I I like that pick a lot. And you can stash him, don't have to worry about it this year.
1: Yeah, I was uh I was happy to get Duvernay in sixteenth round. I think as of right now, he is not in my taxi squad just because I got some other rookies I picked up to put there. So I will have Duvernay available for this season if I want to use him. Ah, uh, yeah, he just got speed, man. I think if. Baltimore gets those pass attempts up. DuVernay could be their number two wide receiver there. I don't know how many targets that's going to account to, just being that run first team. But I like that pickup. so much
0: speed, dude. It's ridiculous.
1: That's what they're going like, for.
0: You got Brown. You got Boykins. You got DuVernay now. You got, obviously, Jackson. Fuck, wow, dude. You got J.K. Dobbins now mm-hmm. flying around. Justice that Hill's team got is some speed. Be... Jeez. You know, even fucking uh, Ingram still got some gas in his tank. Still, mm-hmm. that team is gonna be absolutely fun to watch. I can't wait. Any last thoughts, dude? Like, what is what is your last thoughts for the dynasty? Overall, you've done three so far. This was my first one. I I I enjoyed it. The draft obviously was a little long, but it was a little it was interesting. You know, you can you don't have to... That, I think it kind of helped me out. You didn't have to stress out. You know, you yeah. didn't, you didn't you, make any mistakes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like. um panic picks or anything you know you're not on the clock for just two minutes we we did an eight hour draft and then we paused overnight so I mean you definitely had as many hours as you wanted some guys took a lot of time some guys were just picking right away I mean it was it was up and down for everybody Uh, I just like the the feel of it you know the slowness of it and then just being able to trade those like picks and or players during the draft, I think just adds a different element that you don't get to see in most redraft leagues.
0: Yeah, I think it's fun. I enjoyed it. I think it's gonna be fun to see how this goes in the in the future. Um but I think I'm gonna I, if I'm gonna join another one, I'm definitely I'm thinking about definitely would join another dynasty. I think that's a fun uh, setup for fantasy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just a uh, it's a different way to do things than the redraft. You know, it's definitely a different outlook. Being that this you know just the one startup draft and that's it. Like you just gotta build well, a team.
0: You can build a team like you can set up a guy you're like damn like and you don't have to trade anything because you fucking got him as a rookie and now they're showing out at the third year. You're like hell yeah, my team is stacked.
1: Right, like dudes that drafted Mahomes or Lamar Jackson whatever like two or three years ago. Like exactly these dudes are just sitting pretty now because the guys became something. So we'll see what rookies become here. See maybe we'll get some scoops, some snipes later, stuff like that.
0: That's it, dude. I love it. All yeah. right, folks, that was our dynasty draft recap. I'm winning the league. We all yeah. know it. <laughs> Mish was a f- fumbling around, doing trades, getting butt fucked by him. Pardon my French. But I want everybody to have a blessed and have a wonderful 4th of July weekend. Get the fireworks up, put the drink in the hand, get some SPF on the nose. Yes, sir. Like the old style lifeguards. And we are just going to have a great weekend. We're going to see you back next week. We're going to talk more fantasy, hopefully some more news. Cam Newton's going to be on the team. Thank you, God. Let's have some fun. Commission, sound it off, baby.
1: Hey, man, just to top on what you said, have a... Happy 4th of July. Get out there. Have a good time. You know, get some sunshine. See the family. See the friends. And we'll catch you next week. We out. Peace. Peace.